You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron, live with Ethan Haristadoulou. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Greek's Gridiron. I am Ethan Haristadoulou, and today we are previewing both the AFC and NFC Championship games. This is a two-part video series, so make sure after you watch this one, you go and check out the AFC Championship preview as well. For this video, though, we are previewing the NFC Championship between the San Francisco 49ers going into Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. There is a lot to dive into, a lot to talk about this game, so make sure you comment down below. Let me know who do you think is going to win this game? What are going to be the deciding factors. I want to hear your opinions as well as me obviously giving mine to you. I would love to hear the conversation. I'm currently 8 and 2 in the playoffs this season, which is pretty awesome. We finished 8 and 5 last year, so we already matched our correct prediction total from last season. Looking to improve upon that as well. My goal would be to hit at least 10 games picked right this year. But without further ado, Let's dive right in and get into this conversation, shall we? So the San Francisco 49ers in Philadelphia, 3 o'clock p.m. this Sunday for the rights to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. There is a lot to look at in this game. Currently, right now, the Eagles sit at minus two and a half favorites. The over-under is set at 46. And when you look at the matchup here, we're looking at two teams that are not only defensive heavyweights, but are also juggernauts on the offensive side of the ball as well. And these teams can win in both ways, whether it's through their defense or through their offense or whether it's on the ground or through the air, both of these teams stack up so impressively on both sides of the ball. You know, there is a strong argument and I would and I would listen to it from anyone that it's almost like the NFC's Super Bowl to lose this year because both of these teams are just so complete from top to bottom. And yeah, you can argue the AFC side as well. Of course you can. But both of these teams, for a while now, have been the definitive best teams within their respective conferences. I mean, you just look at the numbers here in terms of points scored per game. The 49ers ranks sixth in the NFL. The Eagles ranked third. When it comes to points allowed per game, both teams are top 10. The 49ers being the first team and then eighth for the Eagles. And then when you just start to really break down some of the numbers, both again, both of these teams on both sides of the ball are just unbelievably impressive. One thing that really stands out to me into this game here, the Eagles as home favorites come into this game seven and one at home with Jalen Hurts as the starting quarterback. Remember, they did lose a game to New Orleans at home when Jalen was out with his injury. The 49ers on the flip side of things, as of, as as the entire se- or for the entire season, five and three on the road, but undefeated with Brock Purdy under center. Somebody has to give, and it's been a while since those Eagles lost at home. That game against, if you remember, all the way back against the Commanders, that was quite some time ago, a couple of months, I think, at this point now. Both of these teams are hot. They're both really good on their respective sides of the home field advantage. 49ers feel like the world beaters of the NFC. The Eagles are the dominant number one seed that hold the, you know, they they are housing the arena for this game to take place in. I think realistically, when I look at this game, one big key for the Eagles, and tell me if I'm wrong on this one here, 
They've had a few games where they've been a little turnover happy. For the most part, they've been pretty good at protecting the football, but they have had a game here or there. They must protect the ball against this 49ers team. The 49ers have 12 games this season, 12, that's including the playoffs, with multiple turnovers forced on the defensive side of the ball. If you are Philadelphia, the main piece of emphasis for your offense, especially those running backs, you hang on to that football just a little bit tighter. Jalen Hurts, obviously you don't want him to play too conservatively because he is he's as on, at this point, he has become one of the best passers and dual-threat quarterbacks altogether in the NFL. You don't want him to be too conservative, but don't be afraid to, you know, just double-think that throw before you make it because this 49ers team will make you pay. And the 49ers on their end, they're not really prone to turning the ball over very much themselves, so you can't really risk giving the ball away to them too many times because you can't really guarantee that you're going to be able to do the same to them they're just so good at protecting the ball so I think turnovers are going to play a massive factor in this game but another thing that I'm really looking at here and injuries aside both of these teams are dealing with some injuries Avante Maddox Lane Johnson for the Eagles and the 49ers have a handful of some pretty decent names here questionable right now Debo Samuel Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell I'm assuming that at least two of those three guys are playing. And if I had to guess, it's going to be Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. If Elijah Mitchell can't go, that's fine. But you need to have Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey in this game here. But injuries aside, the conversion battle, what I'm talking about, third downs, fourth downs in the red zone, I think this is also going to be another key factor to really hone in on and, and focus on as this game's going on. Because whoever wins this battle here, I think ultimately comes out the winner. When you look at red zone percentage here, 49ers, not necessarily the most imposing team when it comes to getting into the red zone on offense. They are currently ranked 17th in the NFL, but they also allow a decent amount of teams into the end zone once they finally get there, if they manage to. When you look at the attempts number, not a very large number, but when teams get into that red zone area, they typically do find themselves in the end zone. They're currently ranked 20th in the league. Now, that does pose a problem. The Eagles themselves, they're one of the best red zone teams in the NFL, third best in the league to be precise. If you can't slow down this Eagles team and they're finding their way into the red zone, you can almost guarantee that they're going to find their way there or at the very worst, or excuse me, at the very at the very best, they're going to maybe knock in a field goal and get three points there. But this Eagles team isn't really known for their field goals. They're known for being able to punch that football in. And even if they're not making it into the red zone, they're probably hitting you with some like 40 plus yard play. That's like an absolute dagger. So that is something that I think the 49ers need to keep in mind when they're defending that Eagles team. Another thing that you really have to look at here with this Eagles offense, which is going to be another tall task for the 49ers to defend, is going to be just how effective this Eagles team is on fourth down. And that's a weird thing to talk about because in the NFL, you think fourth downs, you're usually punting. No, 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 not the Eagles. They went for it on 32 attempts fourth down this season, and they converted 22 of them. That's almost a 70% conversion rate. You're looking at it. That's, that's like Madden numbers. That's not even real NFL numbers. 
teams are not that aggressive and that successful on fourth down, but the Eagles are. They are one of the best when it comes to converting those fourth downs attempts, and I think it speaks volumes for just how many times they attempted it and also converted successfully. It's not like, oh, they're sitting at 80% with maybe like 12 to 14 attempts, and you know, you got like 10 to 11 of them. You made, you know, you managed to convert 10 to 11. No, this is a team that is constantly willing to go for and constantly converting as well at an effective clip. The 49ers, though, do have a shot at defending this. They are the sixth best team in the league when shutting things down on fourth down, but that is a little bit of a chess match that I'm looking forward to seeing. Just how often do the Eagles find themselves in those fourth and two, maybe fourth and one, hell, maybe even fourth and three or fourth and four if they're deep enough into enemy territory, do they go and try to convert those fourth downs? And can the 49ers tighten up and shut things down? This is one of the big things for the Eagles. They are an aggressive team, and they're a team that is not afraid to use all four downs to make sure that they get themselves some points on the board. With all that being said... For who I think comes out victor victorious, excuse me, in this game, it's really hard for me to choose. This is probably the tougher of the two games of the weekend. Because like I said when we started the video, two juggernauts on offense, two complete shutdown units on the defensive side of the ball. They both have impressive pass rushes. They both have really good secondaries. I mean, from top to bottom, the rosters on both these teams are stacked to the brim. However, there is one deciding factor that really sticks out to me and helps me lean one side over the other, and that's going to be the quarterback spot. Listen, I was a little skeptical when Brock Purdy took over, and I said it the first couple of weeks he was leading the way. I needed to see proof that he could handle himself in this situation and he has done a great job to this point. And I am a believer of Brock Purdy. And I'll pound the table saying that the 49ers should probably stick with Brock Purdy going forward and just try to get what you can in terms of compensation for Trey Lance. I would definitely argue that. However, last week against a really good defense, we did see a little bit of shakiness from Brock Purdy. He cleaned things up in the second half and looked a little bit better. But you could see that a top-flight defense like Dallas gave him quite the headache during that game for the majority of the game. This Philadelphia team, their defense, just as good, if not better, than what Dallas fielded this year. And you have to couple that with the fact that it's home field advantage for the Eagles. You are going to have a raucous crowd. The home field advantage in Philadelphia is, one I would argue, probably a top five field in terms of home field advantage, maybe even top three if you want to really break it down. But I just think that when you compare Brock Purdy to Jalen Hurts, Hurts has a little more experience in the NFL, obviously. And I think at this point, Jalen Hurts has really matured and he's reached almost near his full potential. The crazy thing is, is I think Jalen Hurts can even elevate his game a little bit further, but he has hit quite a high point this season. So when I'm looking at these two rosters, and again, these two stacked teams, quarterback is typically where you go, okay, who has the better QB? Because that's kind of like the last thing where one side kind of tips into favor and it's going to be those Eagles. So I am settling with Philadelphia on this one. I'm going to take the Eagles for the W. I definitely think the game's going to be close. Like I said, Eagles minus two and a half. 
Definitely something that I think is possible. Could the 49ers obviously upset? If you're an underdog lover, this is the weekend to bet on those underdogs. I, I feel like there is a really good case for the Bengals and for the 49ers this week in terms of who can come out victorious. But I think, again, when you just look at these two rosters and put them right up against each other, the one thing that really sticks out is quarterback, where you have a guy with experience, he's been in the playoffs already, and you have a guy that's young, inexperienced, and you sh you saw a little bit of cracks in his shield going last week against that Dallas Cowboys team, whereas you have the, you know, the Eagles just completely rolled their division rival. And I'm not saying that, you know, that was indicative of just how good the Eagles are. I think a little bit had to do with just kind of how overmatched the Giants were, but there's got to be a lot of confidence in Philadelphia and going into Philly with that crowd there and just how good Philadelphia is. I'm going to take the Eagles 24 to 20. I just, it's a very, very tough argument for the 49ers at the end of the day when you just start looking at the quarterbacks and just how effective they can be. I think Jalen Hurts has a very strong case for MVP. It's very unfortunate that he got hurt because I do think that's going to knock his potential of winning that award. But had he stayed healthy all year long and just did what he did pretty much all season aside from the couple of games he missed, I don't really think there would be much of an argument that Jalen Hurts is probably the NFL's MVP. Now with him having missed a couple of games, sure, if you want to give it to Patrick Mahomes, I get it. However, Jalen Hurts has been on another level this year, and I don't know if Brock Purdy can quite match that level. But that's my pick for the NFC Championship. Again, comment down below. Let me know who do you think wins this game. Give me your reasons why. What stands out to you the most in terms of the matchup here? There's a lot more you can obviously get into. I'm not going to sit here all day, though, and just ramble numbers and reasonings for why. This is just my quick synopsis of the game. So let me know what you think. I appreciate you. Make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and I'll catch you all next time. Be sure to check out the AFC Championship video as well. That's it for me. Have a good one.